Hello there and welcome to the Ask Time Film Podcast, where we talk film, TV, games and all that jazz that there's no tomorrow. This week we're talking about 2022's Pinocchio. My name is Tom and as always I'm joined with my co-host John. How are you this week? <laughs> okay, if you haven't guessed by the title, we sacrificed ourselves to watch this film <laughs> and we sat down one hour and 54 minutes, which is longer than mm. the original film and we were not excited for this film. Yeah, so before we get started, we did talk about the 1940 original Disney one last week. So if you want to hear our thoughts on that, which I have to say is so much better. I shouldn't even be surprised at this point, but it is so much better than this remake. Um, so you can listen to that before you listen to this one, if you want. Um, but yeah, yeah, Pinocchio, briefly explain the plot for those who don't know. Pinocchio is the 2022 American musical fantasy comedy film. Oh my God, why are they doing the long-winded titles now? Directed by Robert Zemeckis, and that's the description. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, just, like, this is a bad film. None of the Disney remakes justify themselves, and they're all like, okay, so we we have talked about both Mulans on the podcast before, and we talked about how bad that remake is. This is, it might not be as bad, but it's just, it, it's still just terrible. Like, what what did you think? It was just so bland. It was just nothing at all. It was like an insult to the original film. And I don't know what the direction was in this film. I feel it's just so messy. The performance and everything that was not looking back to the original, it just didn't have that magic at all. And there were some pointless, pointless scenes and characters that are not shown in the original. And there was some changes, but they didn't change anything that we wanted to change. Well, we were traumatized and they just left that traumatic donkey scene. There was nothing worth seeing in, in this film. They basically keep everything that was there in the original, but they strip it from all of its personality or its magic. Like you think about the opening of, of the original film, it's very quaint and cute and sweet. Everything feels handcrafted and loved. And you have all these cuckoo clocks and everything is just given the shine and just this really like this cuteness. And then in this one, the cuckoo clocks are literally the most insulting thing. They are all like Disney and Pixar characters. Why? Yeah, it I is don't. literally the moment that you see, you know, Woody coming out of the stable on Bullseye or, you know, you see Maleficent and Sleeping Beauty or Rafiki holding up Simba. It's like, what is even the point? In the original, it was like very well-crafted clocks that was just so, you know, it had, it had its own personality and it was just like very cute and, and quaint and it was like reflecting Geppetto's work. But if you're adding Disney characters in this, I don't know, time period, that is the most weirdest thing you can do. Like, it's like, you know, there's a massive law in the Disney Pixar films, like, Everything is connected. You're like, you got like hidden characters or references to other films in the animations. This is just like that to me. It's like they just decided to add every animation on there showing products. Why? Yeah. In this opening section, there's just so many odd elements that they add for just no good reason at all. For example, we get this in the opening scene, but that is about it. Instead of Geppetto just making a puppet who is a reflection of him, you know, wanting a son, 
they very blatantly have him, you know, with a picture of what is presumably his dead son, of which Pinocchio's consciousness is projected onto. And they make just these really weird details that don't need to be there. Like, in the original, he's like, oh, I'll, I'm going to call you Pinocchio. And in this one, he's like, ah, you're a boy made out of pine. Pinocchio. Pinocchio. And it's like, you don't need that. Like, wh- no. what does that add? It doesn't add a single thing. And I feel like a lot of the elements they add just do nothing. And if anything, make it a lot more complex for no good reason. Yeah. And the dialogue. Oh, my God. The open Right. So as the blue fairy came in into the house, there was so many pointless dialogues that there was just like adding in exposition. I didn't know why it had to explain everything. But here's the worst part. The blue fairy is only shown in one scene. That's it. She doesn't come back. She doesn't help Pinocchio or any of the sequences. Like in the original film, kind of gave that idea of your second chance. But in this, she's there and then she sings. It's very random. And the blue fairy feels like a lot less important to this one. Pinocchio in himself doesn't even really need anybody else. Jiminy is barely there like the whole time Jiminy is separated from Pinocchio Pinocchio who the whole kind of like journey that Pinocchio goes through is that he just says yes to everything and is very kind of like easily strung along with things and that's all part of like his learning but in this pretty much like after he does the puppet show with Stromboli he just has a clear moral compass he doesn't need a conscience like he doesn't like just go away to Pleasure Island because he's like young and impressionable he's the whole time he's like second guessing and not sure which completely negates the whole point of his journey throughout the film they completely changed this whole aspect of his character. I just don't know what like they were thinking. I don't know what they thought they might get from that. Yeah, and the journey was so abrupt and so out of place. In, in the original, it was well-paced. You know, it had four different sections, but then there was weird moments. It just felt like a fever dream to me. I was like watching a horror parody of Pinocchio, to be honest, like the CGI... It was horrifying. It just scared me. I was like, oh my God, this is a horror film. But the pointless characters, there's one. I forgot her name. I know I know the one you mean. The ballerina, right? Yes, the ballerina. Why, why are you here? Is it just so they could like imprison Stromboli? I thought in the original Stromboli was, you know, shown as this horrible character who kidnapped Pinocchio. But uh, I don't know why they had to do this kick the dog moment having this ballerina along as well and she can't go anywhere. I think that's pretty well shown, you know, as he just kidnapped Pinocchio, but no, there's a ballerina. She's there and she's like, I'm going to help you escape Pinocchio. And I was like, okay, so they're just kind of changing the way that he escapes. Fine. But then she doesn't help him escape and then just pops up again later and is like, hey, we did it. We, We imprisoned Stromboli. And it's like, what? Like, what wisdom have you imparted on Pinocchio not to trust bad guys? He's learned that on his own, you know? Like, in the original, like, you have Jiminy there the whole time. But this time, they just don't want Jiminy. Jiminy, who spends most of the time playing catch-up on Pinocchio instead of actually being there to impart wisdom on him. And the same with the Blue Fairy, like what you are saying before, is in only one scene. And therefore, taking out all those times when she was used as a scapegoat, you know, like when Pinocchio's nose is growing, you know, takes away the lessons that Pinocchio's learning. He doesn't really learn a lesson in this one. 
he in fact uses his nose to escape from the prison, which I'm pretty sure I might be wrong, but don't they do that in Shrek? Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure in, in Shrek oh 1 or 2. Oh, my God, yeah. Pinocchio uses his nose so they can escape and get a key or something yeah. like that. Oh, my God. I mean, obviously, Shrek did it better, but still, like, what, what, what is the point of that? Like, what, just, what are the characters I, I, I learning? Like, isn't that ruining the character arc? Yes, very much so. Yeah, because he's not supposed to lie. And he learns from that, you know, from growing the nose. And by the way, the nose thing doesn't come back, like, in the original. It's just shown yeah. in one scene. Just just the same. They just have it for one scene, and then it's gone. Yeah, and the film aims Pinocchio to be unselfish, brave, and trustworthy, or not to lie. And he, he does so as he tries to get the key. And it's just not really probably explained in that scene he's like oh well done pinocchio you guys out here but that didn't really prove his worth mm. really he was a bit selfish you know like, you could have saved that woman but nah <laughs> yeah he just leaves and then is immediately whisked along to pleasure island i have to say as well one thing that i did like that they changed in this one was the idea that at the end pinocchio wasn't rewarded by being a real boy like he is a real boy inside and i thought hey I think that's actually quite good. But then, so like literally Jiminy Cricket's like, some of these stories say that he turned into a real boy. Who knows if that's true? But in his heart, he was real. And I was like, you know what? That's a good message. Like that is genuinely good. And then they show him turn into a real boy. Like what is even the point of putting that message in there if you're then going to do a complete 180 immediately? The message was great. But then, as you just said, he just turned into a real boy. I was like, what? Why would you do that? It's just so out of place. And there was like no celebration at all. Like in the original, there was like a huge celebration. He was a proper boy and he was really wholesome. But then in this, it's like, ah, Pinocchio, well done. And just walked away. Let's let's walk out of this cave. They, they, They instead give it this weird moment where Pinocchio thinks that Geppetto's dead. It's like, that's a weirdly bleak way to end the film. I don't know why. That is so weird because in the original, I thought that was really heartbreaking, you know, that Pinocchio died and then he was really wholesome when he came back and had a celebration. But then Geppetto died and it's like, oh no, Geppetto. It's just like that really fake movie death thing. You know, it's just a weird trope now. It's just like, oh no, that character's dead. And then just comes back to life within five seconds. Oh no, you're really alive. And then that's the end of the movie like great and let's not even like think about cleo and figaro who are just any of their charm and cuteness is stripped away by the cgi and in general you know the cgi is fine but sometimes like with figaro who is so obviously a cgi cat really distracting it's not as wholesome as you know the original just Figaro and Cleo just you know cute but then in in this why is it so out of place it's just so bizarre it's just like a fever dream and they decided in this film to have a subplot with Geppetto finding Pinocchio which is not shown in the original but it's just Tom Hanks just looking around trying to find Pinocchio and decides to go to the into the sea but we know why you went into the sea to find Pinocchio because he was on Pleasure Island, but... Yes, a seagull told him, okay, in the original, a seagull is kind of like like this messenger for, like, the blue fairy, is what is assumed. In this one, there's just a talking seagull. Sure, okay, that's fine. 
Why not? Like, they just insert this here. And as I predicted last week, the main change in this is that they expand upon Geppetto's journey a bit more. But what I really hate about it is in the original, the ending, Pinocchio and Jiminy go underwater and you have this really visually interesting scene where they're underwater and they're trying to find the whale. And then like them coming out of the whale, like Geppetto is so broken and and desperate inside the whale until he finds Pinocchio and Pinocchio gives him the courage to come out. Whereas in this one, Pinocchio already (laughs) finds Geppetto and then they're swallowed, not by a whale, by some sort of mythical sea creature. I think it was a kaiju. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it probably was. It was this kaiju that has whale-esque features. And it's just like, what does that add? You know? It had, it had like, tentacles. It yeah, did. It, was it the Kraken? I was so confused. Maybe. In the original, Monstro was terrifying itself. It was like a massive, massive whale. But then in this, he's like a kaiju. I was like, what? Is Am I watching Pacific Room? I don't know. <laughs> I I did think that they would kind of beef up some action with it. And they didn't really, but I wouldn't have been surprised. The scene where they go to Pleasure Island and they take this kind of roller coaster. Oh my God. It was such an ugly scene. The CGI was was horrific. It felt like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, but in a bad way. It was actually. And then there's one scene where in this Pleasure Island... That they they were destroying clocks. Yes. I don't know why this was implemented. It's like, oh no, you look like my father's clocks. I don't know. It had to be reinforced because Persia Island looked so terrible. Well, with the CGI as well, but mm. it was just like this terrible place, you know, like destroying houses, destroying shops. And there was one bit where they were insulting each other. <laughs> yeah, know. and it's like the whole point is that these kids including Pinocchio, are all impressionable and Pleasure Island is bringing out the worst of them, but they have been, like, you know, hoodwinked by this guy. But in this one, they are all for it. They sing a song about it. They sing a song about how good it is. And it's like, what? Like, there are so many instances in this film where they turn it into a musical where it really doesn't need to be. They sing this whole thing where the wagon driver is, like, stepping on donkeys and it's just like, what's going on? I don't know. And there was mystical beasts out oh, of nowhere. Oh my god. But anyway, in this, it just looks like a very terrifying place. And then the trauma came back. They turned into donkeys. <laughs> oh my god. I must say, though, it's nowhere near as bad as the original. The donkeys, yeah. you know, it's nowhere near as traumatic. They don't have the donkeys, like, talking. You know, like, crying out for their mum. Like, that's what was scary in the original but they don't do that here if anything the original is terrifying because it's just people it's just men kidnapping these donkeys but in this one it's weird smoke creatures smoke creatures what why are they (laughs) these like ghosts like why why are they being kidnapped by these like nefarious beings that we never see again it's not explained disney could have the chance of showing pinocchio as this brave unselfish person as well with Jimmy Cricket who is his conscience they stuck to original and they just ran away from Pleasure Island not helping any of the donkeys and then that that's which doesn't it. make sense that doesn't make sense for the character they have presented so far they have shown us that this in this iteration Pinocchio already has like very much like a moral compass so why would he just leave 
And Jiminy Cricket, oh my god. And then, okay, I thought there was, I had some high hopes, right? When Jiminy Cricket found some fireworks, I thought, oh, he's oh going to distract god. them. Yeah, that's and then what I saved them. No, he escaped. <laughs> it was the weirdest scene. Pinocchio, you know, he's watching his friend turn to a donkey, and he goes, "Jiminy!" And Jiminy just fires up from a grate, and it's like, what? Why is this even like? I just, I don't understand. I really don't get it. It strips away all the morality and all of the charm, and even all of the trauma from the original. To the point yeah. where none of it just hits at all. Like even the beginning, right? The opening yes. shot of the film, you get the Disney logo with the Disney castle and you know, like the the fireworks. And I literally said, you know what? This film might be bad, but you can never change the, the Disney logo. It will always give me nostalgia. And then, <laughs> and then Jiminy <laughs> enters the frame and starts singing along with the song. Like what? <laughs> like. You really had to go and dismantle every single element to be positive for a second. I do think... A second? For a single second, please. I do okay. think that Robert Zemeckis is a good director. We know that he's a good director. Of and course I do he think, is. And I he do think that the future. Come exactly. On, Exactly. And I do think that he frames some of this film really well. There are some times at the beginning, especially, where he will frame Jiminy in the foreground and have things going on in the background. And I think that, you know, despite the really, like, sometimes horrendous CGI, I do think that all the way that he constructs this film is really good. You know, you can see he's taking, like, things that he did in The Polar Express and his other animated works and kind of applying them here. I do think that he has vision, and I think he has visuals that I appreciated, but, yeah, that's, I, but that, that's the only thing that really did it for me in this film. Yeah, I agree. It had some very striking cinematography, like what he did with the framing as well, but nothing really impressed me with the film at all. The soundtrack, I, okay, the songs itself, it was just so bland, like it had no emotion. It was like nothing. In the original, did Pinocchio get kicked out of school? No, they, they don't. He literally just, he doesn't get to school. He literally just goes with Honest John immediately. Yeah, Honest which, John, I remember that. Well, they literally just add these school scenes where he gets kicked out for not being a real boy, which really doesn't do anything for the film. <laughs> like, what does that add? If anything, that tells us that he shouldn't be with society and that he shouldn't be good because society hates him. Yeah, and it's just so weird. I don't know, man. This this film, Depression, we had to sit down and watch extra scenes of Tom Hanks. The performance from Tom Hanks, it was so weird because he just looked so sad every time. He was like, oh, Pinocchio. Oh, I have a son. Oh, wow. Oh, Figaro, oh, what should I call him? I better, I better send him to school on his own. Oh, oh he, he, it's five o'clock. Oh, you must be here by five o'clock. <laughs> it's five o'clock. Wow. I mean, Figaro, I think... we need to go. <laughs> Honestly, like, okay, so this weekend... Monstro. It... <laughs> okay, so obviously this weekend it's, just, it's D23, right? And yeah. we've had announcements for even more of this kind of stuff, various sequels and prequels, and we had a trailer for the live-action Little Mermaid. And I enjoy talking about the Disney live-action films because they're bad, and I enjoy complaining about them. However, oh my God, they need to stop. 
Like they do. It's it, it, they can't keep getting away with it. It's 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 pain. I don't know why they're forcing everyone. Like, hey guys, let's make a a live action. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's just like. <laughs> It just feels like it just feels like they're doing the bare minimum just for money. But this one didn't even release in cinemas. Like, what is? Like, oh, I don't even know. I don't even know, man. But rest assured, we're gonna we'll we'll continue to cover the live action Disney remakes because goddamn that they are really bad and fun, to, and fun to talk about. We won't find a good one. We won't find a good one to talk about because yeah, no way. There's no way. Okay, <laughs> so. Pinocchio, twenty twenty two. What are you gonna give it out of ten? One. Uh, fair enough. I'll give it a two. Thanks everyone for listening. And <laughs> if, you, if you liked it, give it a thumbs up. Subscribe if you want to see more. We did do nineteen forty Pinocchio last week, which is so much better, even though it is darker than you remember. And you can follow us if you're listening on Spotify. Give us a nice review. Next week we're gonna be doing three thousand years of longing, and the week after that we're gonna be doing Nope. And then pray, and then bodies, bodies, bodies. We've got some actual really good films coming up, so oh, stay tuned for that. I can't wait to do real <laughs> cinema for once because there's no Marvel stuff at the moment, and there's no franchise stuff. So we just get to do some fun, like real films, and I can't wait. So definitely stay tuned for all of that. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram, Alstein Film Pod, and send us an email with your thoughts and questions. Tell us what you think of Pinocchio and ask us anything. And we will answer it right here on the pod itself if you email us at alstonefilmpod at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. We talked about Pinocchio. It was a movie. Came out in 2022. I can confirm that, yes, it is a movie. Yes, it's one of the most movies. Yes, there are strings on this film. Ah, I get it. Like the thing, like the the string thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like, like that scene. Yeah, yeah, get it. Because yeah, yeah, I get it. <laughs> Pinocchio. Oh, never mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, yeah, um, take what you're given. Give nothing back. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>